Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining me on the show today is one half of the two-time Grammy-winning group for King & Country and the star of the upcoming film Priceless. I'd like to welcome Joel Smallbone. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to Kingdom Builder. Mr. J, what a pleasure. Thank you for, thanks for making the time for me, man. Well, thank you so much. Well, you and your brother have been keeping quite busy over the past couple of years uh, with your band for King & Country and it doesn't appear to be slowing down anytime soon. Have you had a chance to take a break yet? <laughs> well, yes. Periodically, uh, we um, we were actually very fortunate just a few months ago. I have Luke and I two of seven kids, and six of the seven of us are married, and there's five nephews and nieces at this point. And so we had the, you know, if you can picture it, we went down to Florida, and we just got this sort of mildly oversized house, and all, I think it was 19 of us in the end, converged on this house for about a week, and we just had, we, it, was, it was like one of the best holidays I think we've ever had as a family. We just... We really enjoy one another's company, and it was right next to the beach. And so the answer is yes. We've had these short increments, but um, with the film coming up, it's sort of it's 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 ramping up pretty severely right now. Well, we actually just recently saw you guys perform at Disney's Night of Joy, and the first question for you is: What did you think of the new venue, ESPN's Wide World of Sports, compared to playing the event at Magic Kingdom prior two years? Well, to be very candid, I I thought it. Uh, Sadly, I thought it lost a bit of its charm. You know, naturally, the, the, whole, the whole idea of performing at, in Disney World, you know, last year right in front of the Cinderella Castle, that's, that's sort of, I don't know if you have life goals as musicians, but that's, that's a pretty wonderful moment to experience. Yes. So to go from that, and, and the, the ESPN facilities are lovely, but it's a, it's a baseball field, and that's the kind of thing that, which we still enjoy, but we've just had the opportunity to play baseball fields. I think we played half a dozen of them this year alone. And so it just felt like it wasn't quite naturally. It wasn't Disney World anymore. Um, the people yeah, I agree. were lovely and the night in and of itself was very special. But I just, yeah, it was, uh, I, I left a little bit uh, saddened that it lost a little bit of its, of its old time charm, to be frank. Right. And, you know, just before your performance, you, you guys actually, you, you played uh, Champion Stadium. And before you played, you actually showed a trailer for a brand new film. And for those folks listening in today who haven't heard about it yet, why don't you tell us a little bit about the film and where the inspiration came from making it? Yeah, well, it's, uh, look, this is, Jay, this is something very near and dear to our hearts. So the band has been around for about five years. And since the inception of the band, one of the things that Luke and I, as, as young married men, have been moved to share about is celebrating a woman's worth and, 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 and charging us as men to be chivalrous in how we love. And uh, the response to that message from our audience has been both 
alarming and exciting. And I say alarming because it seems as though culturally we're in a real crossroads of, of trying to understand what our role is in relationship as men and, 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 as, and as women, what a woman is, is really where she's finding her def- definition and, and self-worth. And, and so right. about two years ago, we went to our brother Ben, who's a filmmaker, and I'm not sure we knew what we were asking at the time, but we said there's a real, there's a real message in here, we feel, and, and, and an important cultural component to it. What do you think about taking this message to the silver screen? And so we partnered together. We, 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 we formed a few true stories, and, and, and literally from inception of the script to now completion, we've been a part of the whole journey. And it's just been incredible, Jay, to see really Hollywood come out of the woodwork and say, hey, we love this film. We love what it stands for. We're with you. So it's everyone from the producer of the film, uh, Steve Barnett, who produced the Spartan film 300 and Mandy Moore's, uh, uh, what's that film called? Slipping me now. A Walk to Remember? That's the one. A Walk to Remember. Good on you. And, And a host of other films. We had David Koechner from The Office and Anchorman, Jim Perrick from the most recent Suicide Squads and Fury opposite Brad Pitt and Bianca Santos from The Duff and OG. We just had just these great, great people. And I was fortunate enough, um, this is my third feature, but I was fortunate enough to, to stand beside these men and women in this film. Um, I play a character by the name of James, who's a kind of down and out character, had a bit of a tragic life and in an opportunity, he'd lost his wife uh, in an accident, an opportunity to get his life back on track, uh, or he saw it as an opportunity at least. He takes a kind of under-the-table transportation job to uh, drive a truck straight through from one, a long distance from one location to another. He takes the job um, in an effort to get his daughter back because he, after his wife's passing, his daughter had been claimed by protective services because he was in and out of prison and so he takes the job he falls asleep at the wheel and realizes as he's surveying the damage to the truck he realizes that it's not what he's carrying but who he's carrying and he's got two women in the back of the truck so they think they're coming to be a maid and a waitress and he takes them at their word and drops them off and realizes that he sold them into slavery and uh, not before starting to really care deeply particularly for one of the 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 women and, and, and really the rest of the film he's faced with, you know, what is a life worth and, and what should he do? And it becomes a bit of a vigilante of sorts, but there's this great undertone of he is saving her in a lot of ways, um, physically or in, attempting to at least, while she in, in many other ways is more saving him mentally and spiritually speaking. Well, that's actually cool. And I, I have not got a chance to see the film yet. But what the scenes that I did see uh, look powerful, Joel. And one thing I noticed about this, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're from Australia, and you have the accent, but I don't hear the accent as much in the trailer that's that's been played for the film. Did you have to kind of practice that, kind of toning down the Australian accent? <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. I... I uh... I actually worked very hard at that. I had a great dialect coach by the name of Steve Corona. He's worked with some great international actors, Helen Marin, Gerard Butler, to name a few. And, and he actually came out on tour with myself and the band for about a week before we we went in production for the film and, and just kind of drilled me, man, on the word, the trigger words that I would say that were incorrect. And 
and sort of just the way to really adopt the American accent. And we did that because we really wanted to bring this, this theme and this message to American shores and put this dynamic story in America's backyard rather than it being in Australia or being in South America or, or somewhere abroad. Right. Well, I definitely noticed that. I thought that was actually pretty cool. And, you know, I've met your, I met and interviewed your sister Rebecca before. And um, I just, I, I'm just taken back by the, by the accent. I guess it's just, you know, grow up, growing up here in America and hearing that Australian accent, I just think it's cool. But I noticed that it was actually a pretty cool thing to hear you talk more of a kind of American accent uh, rather than what you're used to. So I'm, I'm, I bet that was pretty hard for you. It's like me trying to kind of pull off the Aussie accent, which I don't do very well. So, <laughs> What was most peculiar about it was, um, well, it's like anything, you know, you, you find a rhythm in things. Um, but I was on set, we filmed for just under a month, and I was on set for about five days a week, 12 hours right. a day, that's about how long you shoot. And then during the weekend, we'd already had pre-booked for King Country events. And so... I would get on a plane on a red eye basically each Friday and I would fly out to these shows. And that was really jarring, like, you know, getting into character, then getting out of character. Not only that, getting into the kind of American dialect and then getting back out of it again. Right. Kind of bizarre. Right. And, you know, I've, I've had lunch with your wife, Mariah, a couple times, and we were talking about uh, one of the songs where you, there's a spoken part. Um, I think it's... Uh, busted heart where you're actually you do the dialogue in the middle and you say the word martyr but in the australian accent it's more like mata and her and i were like her and i were like talking about that and she's like i think that's so cool so yeah well joel uh i'm sure you're asked you'll you'll actually be asked this question a lot about the film but what's the ultimate message you want moviegoers to take away after watching it i think there's there's two sides to this coin jay one at a more kind of if you really you really focus the lens in there's about 30 minutes that you dropped into this slavery prostitution trafficking world in the middle of the film and so there's a there's part of it that culturally just to create a certain understanding of, of of the realities of this and and the realities of this being on our shores and then if you pull the lens back wider um one of the major things that seems to be in jeopardy this this in this time in history is commitment to family and family structure and exactly and uh men really being a bit confused about what our role is as as in pursuing a woman and women being confused as to as a result in i think many ways as to what her role is in a relationship i heard someone say that you know men are on the lookout for sex and are finding love and women are trying to find love and they're finding sex and and so it's really a charge to us men to step up and stand out and to be chivalrous in, in how we love. And it's a, it's a charge to women to know that their definition is not found in a relationship with man or in what a man has said or done to them. It, it, it's, it's found in the fact that we are image bearers of God and, and we were sort of miraculously, fearfully, wonderfully made. And that if yes. that sort of vertical relationship is right and somehow god willing some of the, the horizontal relationships will be reset well joel that's that sounds great and i i really can't wait to see the impact that this film has and you know it's i really appreciate you guys taking on a subject that's kind of uh, almost not talked about 
a lot of the time because of the nature of what's going on. So it's really cool to see that you are, you know, putting your life into a film like this that will hopefully raise a lot of awareness that, you know, this isn't just a movie. This is actually happening around the world. And there are things uh, that we can do about it. So thank you so much. And, you know, we want to thank you again for joining us today. And we definitely appreciate you taking the time to tell us about the film Priceless. Absolutely, Jay. Well, God bless you and your team. And Keep up the great work, and we'll see you in the theaters on the 14th of October. So, man, just, what, like six days from now or something. Yes, yes. And, uh, well, Joel, thank you so much for joining us here on Kingdom Builder today. We really appreciate it. The film Priceless comes out in theaters on Friday, October 14th. And you can actually get more information on the film by visiting the film's official website at pricelessthemovie.com. On behalf of Joel and for King and Country, I want to thank you so much for listening to our special interview today. And we hope that you enjoy the movie when it comes out in theaters on October 14th. This is Jay Heilman reminding you to put Christ first in your lives and everything else will fall into place. God bless you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.